Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 9, Episode 12, The Alien Agenda. Avika-sang-o-as-they-say-where-we-come-from-avika-sang-o-as-they-say-where-we-come-from-avika-sang-o-as-they-say-where-we-come-from-avika-sang-o-as-they-say-where-we-come-from-avika-sang-o-as-they
Unless yeah. it was turkeys. Exactly. From Turkish. Yeah. If you stuffed them with that yes. classic breading. Yes. Um, it was, uh, we had a good trip uh, overall. There was, uh, it was Steve's first time out uh, into European land. Um, <clears throat> and, it, you know, it turned out that I was peeing, everyone was peeing. It wasn't just European. Yeah. And we had to pay to pee in. 50 In a lot of places. Yeah. Euro. So, mm-hmm. Almost. Did that, did that not really start until Czechia, though, or was there was some? German oh no, play- oh no, it was Germany, Germany was too. big time. That was the right part, off the bat. I, I, I was pissed because our our other friend Night Peaking gave me some euros. Mm-hmm. I paid him cash money, but I I found a stack of coins he gave me as well. Mm-hmm. Not until literally a couple days ago. Yeah, because to piss in public there. Yeah. Uh, you get paid because you're the piss freak. You you um, right. expose your genitals. They yeah. can you know photograph it. And they all have bioorganic drains, which are just exactly. people's mouths. Yeah, yeah. That they pay to hook yeah. up to. So you pay. Yeah, that's where you actually pay. Yeah. But um, to actually use a bathroom, you have to pay almost everywhere. Sometimes right. even in restaurants. Yeah. Uh, very weird. Um, but yeah, so I had to piss real bad one time, and I had no. Coins. Coinage. I yes. just had paper, right. but it like broke down, and they just the the attendants like. Come on in until we until it resets itself. So I just sprinted in. So hey I man, I'm old. Piss. I'm old. Hey. Rick Grimes out here. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Who is Euro also technically? Uh, I I was uh, like, God damn it! That was the only American name I could think of. Was Rick, <laughs> and it's Andrew Garfield's yeah. character <laughs> from The Walking Dead. Yes, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like in Germany, though, it was a little more of a soft suggestion. Like, it was like a tip. Some of them, yes, you had an actual The, the restaurants style. and stuff were tips, but then, right. yeah, there was a, the hard style. Where right. Any, it, like, technically, you're allowed to use a credit card. Yes, exactly. It seemed like the yeah. McDonald's, any of the yeah. chains had the fucking full-on turnstile, the, the train station, bathrooms. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were pay-to-play. Yeah. And then, yeah, in the bars and restaurants, or I guess they're one and the same over there, but in the pubs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was just some dude or dudette sitting there. Yeah. And you were kind of supposed to pay him. And a plate of like six coins. Right. So sometimes like, they would literally really stop paying? you and say pay. Other times they would just like kind of say something to you and we just were like, fuck you. Like, yeah, get out yeah, of here. yeah. Um, and it's crazy because we talked about it quite a lot, but it's like Southern Germany, especially a lot of places in Europe. This is like the base of the Alps. It's very moist. It's very wet. The opposite of a drought yeah. there. They're just drowning in fresh, delicious, you know, water. Alps water, and yet Which it's turns like turns into fresh, delicious piss. Yes, but and then, but then it's like, but we have to pay just to use a water-based facility to yeah, wash to up, clean, and, and whatever, flush yeah. our piss and shit. Yeah, I could have just pissed all over them cobblestones. No one would know the better, right? Which a lot of people do. Uh, that was actually surprising. There was only a handful of alleyways or streets that had a little bit of a piss smell there. Yeah, almost Italy, yeah. Whew, all over the place. Those they guys don't are pay to play. Those guys are piss flippant, rebellious piss freaks. Yeah, um, but Soaking just but it. they're kind of exit only because they're real men. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, they're not jamming things up their piss hole. That that pee hole, yes. exit only, my friend. No, no. When it comes to sounding, yeah, the Italian man, he's a deaf. Yeah, they know here. Yes, they know here. They know here. Uh, uh, we got Power Nick saying, oh. uh, fucking finally made it. Miss you, uh, your streams. Uh, our, listen our to your entire backlog. Yeah, our oh. piss freak streams. Uh, yeah, Bo Bandy's here. Well, oh. well, our Euro Trash hosts are back. Well, well, well. Sorry, Bo Bandy. Look didn't, who decided to show. We didn't create an international scene, even though right. flying through Turkey is technically when Trump uh, pulled out. Yes. You know, like an asshole. He didn't finish inside. I left him dry. 
no, no, no remnants. Yeah. Can't can't find a thing. Can't prove it. Yeah, the, uh, the way back from Turkey sucked. Yeah, uh, went through a lot of checkpoints. Went through many security checkpoints compared to on the way there, which was pretty whatever. Like it was the normal passport check. All right, here you go. But yeah, yeah. you would think they'd be more concerned about coming into the country than leaving the country. But I don't know. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, because we flew Turkish Airlines yeah. <laughs> um, and hence had a little stop in Istanbul. Yeah. And uh, and then another two and a half hour flight to Munich where we started right. and ended our extra right. game. So, so. And we'll, vice versa. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll do a full recap. We're probably going to stream uh, and record this Friday. Yeah. Uh, for beer there, drunk that. If you want the full nitty gritty, uh, beer yeah. tour, nitty gritty titty committee. So this episode's not like eight hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, if you're interested in that, check mm-hmm. out beer there, drunk that on all the podcast yes. services on Twitch. We'll probably just stream under probing just yeah. to keep it consolidated and easy. And Twitch is um, a pain in the ass to manage. Yeah, <laughs> and that'll probably be about two ish p.m. Pacific. Yeah. As when we'll do that one because yeah the main the the if you don't know the main impetus for this whole trip was going to Oktoberfest in yeah. Munich like the right. Oktoberfest right, so right, right. we went and we will report exactly on Freitag yes. which is Friday and power Nick turbulence going there during the long Oof, nap as yes. they say in Interstellar long sleep uh, that's when it got bad actually yeah. is when we were trying to kind of the, sleep. Yeah, the second but, I turned uh, over to like everyone else had like started to go to sleep like a half hour before I was like, yeah. Well, I guess I'll turn in. And uh, we had nice seats, full full uh we have flattened yeah, full we assholes. Yes. We'll admit it. We did business class. Oh yeah. Uh but we paid our own cash yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, that was not Patreon uh, funding. No. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, when you're on 18 hours of flying, you want to be able to fucking lay down and sleep yeah, and have a life, not have blood clots in your fucking legs, um, like all the Jamaicans. You know the blood clots. Yeah, they're well, they're, a, uh, they're a big flying culture. They really know. They lost a lot of good people. Yeah, flying from wherever to Jamaica where they settled. So yeah, from wherever. Yes, yeah. <laughs> island of wherever. Uh, but uh, yeah, the turbulence lasted for about f- I don't know 40 fucking minutes straight. Yeah, I remember. And it Jocelyn. was very strong. Yeah. Uh, my wife, of course, just passed out asleep she can well, sleep through anything <laughs> her your wife and i knew how to party okay uh-huh. <laughs> going there we took full advantage i think i mean again we'll recap but uh yeah. we'll do a light recap yeah. probably about nine drinks oh wow <laughs> because it was like three on that the lounge, three at right? the lounge and then i feel like that's I my had, new i uh, had two, two that's my new 90s alternative band yes. too called three at the lounge three at the lounge yeah uh i think i had like um you had some cognac, some I wine. I had two cognacs yeah. and like a couple of those three beers or too. Four wines. No, the small beers were at the second lounge, at the Turkish lounge, at right? At the Turkish lounge, yeah, yeah. but the long flight, the big leg, right, right. Uh, that we probably yeah. had with the lounge prior. You filled up that big leg with piss, huh? I did. Yeah, I did. They <laughs> dropped it over the seat. Right. It is funny because I don't think we started well. <laughs> this will be the last thing. I don't think we started all the piss freak talk until like the second to last day when we were on that <laughs> road trip and we were listening to the Yellow River Boys. Well, the Tim that was the band, very right? last right. last day. But the no, Castle I think day. I think we got that German voice was getting oh, into piss talk earlier right. on because it was just yeah. like I had to piss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll say we came up with a couple of new characters. Yeah, experienced a few characters. <laughs> uh, but it was yeah, it was a fun trip and it'll be a good uh, beer that drunk that discussion. Yes, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, I'm feeling, I'm getting like I don't know, seventy five percent back to feeling not jet lagged anymore. 
Um, this is the worst jet lag of my life, which is weird. True. But we all got sick as well on the, the last couple days, so um, that's just you know having sinuses. You'll hear us yeah. both snotting and sniffing and yeah. choking on our. Got cum. some people in the Twitch stream saying, "Daddy." Mm. Could be our dads. Daddy's back. Um, True. But, oh, guaranteed not for me. So, I mean, hey, I've finally been to where oh, yeah. uh, I finally fulfilled my dad's <laughs> request of, hey, Joe, you should go to Europe. You should go to Germany sometime. Yeah, every time I'm you know, there. Even though he'd been there 13 times. So, um, but yeah, how's it going, Steve? It's going good. Yeah. Just keeping it real. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting over the, the sickness, mm-hmm. as they say in that music song. Driven a few of Grandpa's old medicines. Correct. Huh? Mm-hmm. And yeah, but feeling better. Yeah. Not so jet lagged. Now, this why aren't you using? Blood. Why aren't you using the same exact size and shape? Why aren't you using one of your new Stiegel Brewery? Uh, I might be giving that cup there. away. Oh, oh, you only so, got one. Oh, I got two. Okay. I gave one away. Might give the other one away. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, while we were, was it gods? Because someone just said, "Clap them alien cheeks." Uh, is. Oh, from the raid, the Area 51 raid? Yeah. Was that? Ha- no, that it was, was happening right just before we left. Yeah. yeah. Before. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just trying to do it. We, we talked about that last on one of our pre recorded episodes. I mean, they're all pre recorded. Right, you know I mean? right, right, right. Uh, yeah, where it just turned into like a very small kind of party, like not even yeah, a festival. Yeah. It just turned into like right. 30 people. Bunch of dummies. Partying just, out there. Yeah, hanging out. And Naruto running and stuff like right, that. Right, so. right, right. Didn't really go where they planned it to yeah. go. Not a very. Uh, not a very biomechanically sound way to run. To lean over <laughs> like you're about to do like bent over rows or something and then yeah. throw your arms back. Mm-hmm. So running with a completely flat perpendicular back to the ground. Yeah. It's just it's like I think for a dumb anime it just visually gives a sense of speed. Yeah. Like you're yeah. running so fast that you're low and your arms are flying back like a Flapping. couple of fucking baloney yeah. yeah, tits yeah. or whatever. But exactly. Um but just uh, in the wind, free and yeah, clear. Yeah. Uh, Power Nick says he knows we're going to do a full recap, but mm-hmm. what was the weirdest thing we saw? Ooh. The weirdest thing to me was it was also one of the like the highlights of the trip for me was the private tour that we had at the KGB Museum oh, yeah. in Prague, where this little high-pitched, very Russian accent, English-speaking but very Russian man in Chechia Yeah. Owned and operated a KGB, so like the secret, the secret, like the spies of the Russian government, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there, it was it was a museum full of weaponry and gadgets and yeah, military like, history stuff. Look here, you now see this in Russia. Yes, <laughs> come here, because I was like, kind of like obviously the big ogre, right, right. So just trying to hang back. There was but a big thin like, German man though who was as tall as yeah, you, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. too. But just you guys were busy making out most exactly, of the time, frigging each know, other, yeah, slop each other's butt. Um, but yeah, he had things like it looked like it's literally a pack of cigarettes, yeah. but it was a gun. Yeah, and these like perfumes given to the like, KGB. All women the classic and, like, spy stuff in movies were like, oh, stuff. this was all real, which is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah all yeah. the cyanide cap, like cyanide capsule things, um, all the different kinds of knives, including like the ballistic like knife a, and a yeah, a knife that spring shot, spring loaded and yes, shot out, which exactly. was the ballistic. Then it had poison. Then there was like yes. a rubber knife, but so it could bend, but still kill people. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, and, and the 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 carbon fiber bullets that would like ricochet and destroy your brain because it didn't well, actually it, get out of the skull. Well, they were into things. plastic or plastic. That's when sorry, plastics yeah. were becoming a thing. Yeah, and or like, composite plastic. Yeah, whatever. composite yeah, plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was reenacting how you killed with the. He was like super funny, but also like it was it was interesting seeing the equivalent of. Like I never seen a Russian man 
yeah. geek out over something like that so much, and especially that unique kind of military geek. Mm-hmm. Like, the military geek that, like, has never been in the military, but maybe has a family of military yeah. men. He said, like, his wife's family was a part of his the wife's KGB grandmother was one of those elite sniper chicks yeah um and so that was anti-kgb like anti-soviets or whatever mm. like that um and that's how or anti-nazi sorry was she was a say, nazi killer yeah. was a soviet but a nazi killer lesser of two yeah evils. because again <laughs> i made this joke but my friend's like well there's a cia museum and they don't really talk about the things they do that are against humanity right. or, or bad yeah. because at the end of the day this museum was really focused on Nazi hunting. Yes, exactly. Which is great, obviously, yeah. but uh, they didn't but focus on all the other stuff that the right. KGB did. Like, and like well, and he people. mentioned like a few bad things that Stalin did, but it was like, it wasn't like he was like pro the bad parts of the Soviet Union, but right. he also wasn't very forthcoming, like you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, this is the great march yes. in the war day where yes. it's like Putin and someone else and yes. other people. Yes. I n- never heard. You know, I've heard the word uh, Spetsnaz before, which is like, you know, these a class of soldiers. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of like, Russia Spetsnaz, Russia, used by Russia Spetsnaz. For <sighs> it, was, it was cool. It was a unique experience. It was only like, I don't know, like a like a 70, 80 foot kind of like long, like a small yeah, restaurant or if, something. Basically, if a, a museum was spread out with plaques, right. it would have been much larger. But yeah. he condensed that into a normal retail store. Yes. Like at a strip mall, right? And then just verbalized yeah. all the content. And I had never seen such a, like an almost Tim and Eric style, but actually pretty effective audio visual like use of his laptop that was hooked up to just a couple yeah, TVs yeah, yeah. in there, and it would be these old uh, videos of Russian like huge state parades going on. It, it was like the War Day from right. Like, so it started at the end of World War Two, right. and then they do it. Basically, on the same day every year, it was Stalin celebrating the the beauty of Russian human, you know, citizens and, and culture and war and all this stuff. Yeah, and uh, and he would just like turn it up super loud to get our little group like pumped up and in the world and everything. And uh, it was just like crazy, yeah, like yeah. it was oh, yeah. like techno-y kind of blast. Yeah, and then we're just like, yes, okay, we okay. call it the Spetsnaz wave yeah. over there. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he would do really funny. Uh, killing, like, rehearsed, like, little killing rituals with each of the weapons he was showing like us. Like how you, quote-unquote, use them or whatever. But it was cool because in an American museum, you wouldn't touch any sharp object. Meanwhile, he's passing around yeah, the knives. Ballistic knife. Oh, here's the blood that was, I've had DNA tested that has at least 200 Nazi uh, soldier, you know, like, German fucking soldiers' blood, you know, unique individuals yeah, yeah. on there, shit like that. Um how to use their fucking various, you know, mm-hmm. the how like the the thing that most people would think you strangle, like the piano wire kind of thing, but it's actually for was for severing, for sawing, for sawing th- partially through the spine, right? So, so that they would be paralyzed but could still talk, talk, and but, and they would them. die, but yes. over the course of five hours, right? Which was then yeah. I was like, why would you talk then? <laughs> you know, but well, you know, maybe you don't know you're gonna yeah. die or something like that. Because but, uh, you don't want to get deep. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he would. Yeah, he had like so good. Yeah. It was almost he had like, like a Borat yes. level impression. Yes. He had four different like tones. I was tones. really curious, like what he just sounded like if yeah. you ran into him at the bar. Like, hey right. guys, what's going on? Like, exactly. it was a yeah. fo- it was like the most character right. Russian. I think person. his most normal voice was was when he was going, uh, "Ma'am, sir, yeah. Yeah. can you please step over exactly. here for better yeah. viewing? Yeah. Don't miss it. Yeah. Don't miss it." Because yeah, he really like, played up that I'm a crazy Russian yes. in the weapons. <laughs> yeah, and he. So he would do, yeah, he had like four different tones, and whenever he would talk about how how it, the, the killing 
weapon of some kind would be used. Yeah. He would go through a whispering thing and he'd go, he Gregory yeah. Possman it. He, he, would, yeah. he would Vaiwamas Channeled. breathe it. Yeah. And yeah, he channeled his inner Russian soldier, Russian soldier, Russian spies, not dressed as a German Nazi. And then, and then, like he'd, yeah. he'd always be back to the person. Yeah, breathe like need more space because everyone's always in his way. And then he'd have whatever weapon, and he'd go like, yeah, yeah. turn, or he would Good. go like, <gasps> and he would like little kid playing war, yeah, like. Like the brains coming out, right, and all right, right. Stuff, a perfect hit. Yeah, we were time. like cracking. It was great. I mean, that yeah. was the point. He knew he was being. Yeah, a he was goof hamming it up too. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was the weirdest thing for sure, and uh, to the point where like I almost bought into the fact that he was going to shoot one of the spring-loaded <laughs> knives, and I was like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, because I didn't know. I'm like, how crazy is this guy? Right. We're in fucking Chechia, yeah. craziest fuckers in the We're world out there. Literally next to a quickie mart because yeah. weed's legal. So they, someone yeah. literally oh, made a, uh, that could a be liquor store if you that for was the weirdest thing. A, a literal ripoff of The Simpsons. It just said yes. quickie mart, right. and it had a weed sim- like Lisa, <laughs> yeah, because weed's legal there. So yes. all the liquor stores sold yes. everything weed again and in all Prague. This crap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had um, a big up who on the door, like halfway right, up the right, door. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. They don't. No one's over there looking for copyright infringement or exactly. IP protection. Yeah, uh, tons pa- of weed in Prague. Yeah, Power Nick says uh, if we're going to be doing this twitching, we need a large-breasted woman because mm. he's done some research. Now uh, you got the Hulkster here with yeah. his tits out. Those are some big tits. And you got Greta back there. Okay, yeah. she identifies as a woman. Uh, and uh, she's Greta, some... may I? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and she's got some large. Those are you know, actually gremlinies. dusty too. Oh. <laughs> some dusty gazangas. Such dusty gazangas. Yeah, yeah uh, he, whenever he yeah. would geek out about like how cool something Ooh. was, because it kind of is like we would yeah. go, we go, oh my god, it was so cool. He yeah. would just go like, such a good spring. Yeah, like a spring, like how the spring was yeah. titanium and all this stuff. But and, you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> butt death, yeah. sir? Is it like they got finger blasted yes. at their rectum? Two hundred soldiers suffer from butt death. Yeah. And then yeah. but yeah, he reminded me of a high intensity um uh fucking uh ah oh, fuck, who's the Bosnian Indiana Jones on this fucking show? Osmonic Yeah. He reminded me of him, but like ramped up like twenty right, times. Right. Um but anyway. Bo Bandy's uh, asking, what's the average uh, level of hotness of the Czech girls? Oh, I wasn't like that. It wasn't that crazy. Prague was a very touristy area. Yeah. And it was also raining, like, off and on the entire trip. Right. So, I mean, there was, like, I, I don't know. Our, cat, our, our driver from Nuremberg to Prague, yeah. it was like, oh, I moved there for the women because right. he met a girl in Egypt and right. fell in love and moved back to Prague because that's where she's from. Right. Long story short. But Lives there now, all that. Yeah, so he says, I moved here for the women. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there was... Yeah, they were people. It, I it was. Don't know. It was. It was we're from SoCal, bro. So there's chicks. It's everywhere. quite a standard to beat. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I was surprised. Is I was like kind of waiting for like just stunningly gorgeous Modely. women, and there was plenty of like you know twenty something year olds. Yeah. And I was like, oh okay. I mean, it's it, they're. I mean, it was they weren't Uh-oh. unattractive. Yeah. But you know, right, fine. Right. 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 What's up? No. <laughs> Dragon Wolf said, "Is this podcast just for dudes?" No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The men there were also very attractive, yes. very tall, yes. very fit, yes. uh, lengthy men. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess we've been talking about guns and girls. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. hey. 
But yeah, the dude's super hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Genitals generally very fresh smelling, too. Yes, yes, yes. So now their armpits and everything else, no matter where we went in Europe, there was always just BO clusters from the locals. And it's something I remember from my step grandparents, from my, my uh, German uh, stepmom's parents. They would come out, Ursula and Ferdinand. Yes. And. They were very classy looking people, very well dressed, and they just fucking smelled like hobos sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck right. is wrong with you people? For people that are so like stereotypically, I mean, well, they actually were very arrogant and kind of rude. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people like that, it's like, you smell like shit and you're like right, criticizing right, right. the t shirt I'm wearing or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was fucking dumb, but anyway, yeah, I hated people. them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we didn't see any ancient alien sites while no, we were there or. No. Nothing that grabbed our attention, no oddities. No. If anything, I should have brought the spirit box or something like that for yes. like a ghosting type yeah, yeah. thing. But even then, it's like respectful and weird and whatever, because yes. there's like sites that were castles that were like a thousand years old right. or whatever. Yeah, we went down into a crypt um, where there was like, you know, thirty over 30,000 bones from the bodies of people in, uh, in Vienna, Austria for many, you know, hundreds of years. And it was, but it would have been weird to um, bust out a fucking uh, digital recorder or EVP thing right, or whatever, right, you know, right, or right, whatever right. Uh, e- uh, EMF device. Yeah. Uh, while you're on a very crowded tour with a bunch yeah. of people, you yeah. couldn't really hang back. You, we had to just like leave when everyone yeah, else yeah. left, you know. Um, and you know, we had to keep up <laughs> with the tour guide. Go through the yeah. bones. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. yeah, a lot of characters I've already forgotten. Yes. About. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring them back. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Again, so that was a very right. short preview of yeah, but uh, uh, beer twenty minutes in. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll go through the whole kind of chronologically. We'll go through the whole on yeah. uh, Friday. So, yeah. um, and it's Monday now. So anyway, uh, other than that, reaching I don't for the stars. But Bandy yes, had a couple reaching for the stars. Um, but uh, yeah, there wasn't anything too crazy. Um, excuse me, that like, I don't know, like news stuff that happened. You know, we had internet and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we weren't in like a shithole country, <laughs> as uh, Trump <laughs> says. But um, uh, I don't really think there was anything that crazy that came out while we were gone. Uh, didn't miss much. Um, we put up our uh, very last minute, we put up our um, review of the Tom DeLong show, Unidentified on the History Channel, which was actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally forgot we even watched that. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want to hear our thoughts on kind of a real ancient aliens show <laughs> that's actually right, doing right, right. something, which is interesting. I mean, we were interested in this show, obviously. But um, it was – it was we, we – I don't know if we loved it, but it was, it was intriguing for sure. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and you can listen to that on patreon.com slash probing each aliens, uh, where you get – at least two exclusive podcasts yeah. every month. One of which is Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast, uh, which I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, not our little peek at Adventurous Ghosts, which is in our free podcast feed on yep. Probing Ancient Aliens. But um, last sure. week's episode, we couldn't just crank out a third episode of Probing before we left. So we did a little Patreon peek of Closet Knowledge, right. our ghost hunting excursion into the David Omen house, where reportedly... The Sharon Sharon Tate and her friend's ghost are all hanging out and yeah, talking even to this though, guy, David. Because we thought it was the actual house, but it's not. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, we have two There's of them? There's two. Yeah. Wow. And then oh, the oh, that's right. on CastBox. So, 
Reaching for the Stars is a segment where we ask you little probers and probats out there to go on to Apple Podcasts uh, or Facebook. Give us a five-star rating or recommend us on Facebook. Uh, review us in the comments of that rating, and we'll read it on the air and give us a shout-out. Uh, giving us five stars helps us to be found, helps us to chart, I guess, because nobody fucking knows how Apple Podcasts like ranks Actually anything does or anything, metrics but or whatever. We think it so, helps. Anyway. Uh, and but it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from Brandon from Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, a.k.a. Greenbacks823 is his screen name. Uh, just thought this was funny. On Ghost Adventures, they use the SLS camera. The figures they capture are always breakdancing and popping and locking. Uh, eye roll emoji. Have you guys noticed that? LOL. Never stop, guys. Love this show. By far the best podcast on Apple. That's a huge compliment. There's a lot. Brandon from Fort Collins. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> Uh, this next one comes to us from Curtis D, uh, a.k.a. C-D-B-L-D-T-C-H-R. Like CBD oil? No, it's C-D-B, Kittabulchur, whatever that means. Um, no, there's not a single, uh, not a single vowel in there, so. Um, maybe we'll ask the Chechens (laughs) to pronounce that. Um, this one says, uh, thanks for a laugh slash a great... And then it says Q something. I can't remember what it says fully. Um, it should be there. It kind of it, it ellipses off right there. It's fine. It's just the title of the thing. Because I have it. Oh. Thanks for a great. Uh, here, I have it right here. Okay. Uh, Unchartable. Thanks for a laugh. A great question and a complaint. Um, and uh, let me. Uh, had to give you another fiver. So this is his second five-star review oh. Chris. thank you very much had to give you another fiver in your pre-show chatter on the vanishings which is uh two episodes ago you were cracking on uh quote traumatically injured people i'm gonna add that in binging your show simply out of boredom had me rolling i think we might have been referring to bobby darcy who uh Recovered. again yeah you know uh wherever the hell he please is. yeah where in the world is bobby darcy san diego please let us know you're alive bobby we haven't heard from you in a long time send us a message we used to talk weekly. <laughs> I haven't heard from <laughs> you in four or yeah, five months. Joe and you used to message back and forth. Oh, yeah. Forced, yes. Forth on Forcefully. Facebook. Quite, quite um, but yeah, he his story about finding our podcast was he uh, lost lost the use of one of his eyes. He had an infection or something. And while he was recovering in the hospital for weeks, he found our show and it kept him going. And so uh, I think we were referring to that. We could have just been doing some other fucked up thing we always do. Uh, have me rolling. I'm disabled from multiple sclero- sclerosis. And spend many hours alone. Sorry about that. Stumbled across this in July simply out of sheer boredom. Uh, and after learning to fast forward one one to one minute 30 until the annoying <laughs> alien voices go away. Uh, uh, period. Sorry. I've caught up by binging and now can't wait for the new releases. Keep it up. Next chat with Childress or the other ancient aliens evangelicals. Ask them why aliens didn't teach our, quote, simpleton ancestors routine hand washing. You'd figure besides killer masonry... Uh, besides killer masonry, aligned to the most stable thing in the, quote, banana eaters daily lives, parentheses, the freaking stars, they'd at least pass on basic germ theory. You have done broke my urban dictionary, quite the education, I must say. Keep me laughing, guys. I need it. <laughs> uh, a little bittersweet there because, yeah. you know, <laughs> we're glad we're keeping you laughing, but sorry that you spend time alone or bored because of uh, your MS. So yeah. feel better, Curtis. Uh, appreciate you and appreciate your kind words. Um, that is a really good point. <laughs> that I don't I don't know if a yeah. single fucking time on this entire series or in an ancient astronaut theory did they teach people about how to avoid bacteria in right, basic right, right. ways. Just yeah, microbiology. You know? Yeah, 
Soak your dick in vinegar. Soak See. your dick in apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Soak your dick <laughs> in kombucha. In the river. All ways to cure AIDS, cure old ancient AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> ancient AIDS theory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See. Uh, See. No, but that is a really good point. You know, yeah. they, they don't talk a lot about, they do talk about medicine and surgery, but like not a lot not about infection stuff and hygiene. And exactly. Cleanliness. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I think pretty much anyone, any historian or, or anthropologist, say like the number one cause of death ever is infection right, right, you know, right. around the world. So as humans have existed for uh, uh, ad infinitum. So or as Bobandi says, use the toilet, not the street. There you go. Use a toilet and boil it, baby. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of Bobandi. Yeah. Uh, Two cast boxes. Bobandi, as he is over here now on yeah. Castbox, because he was doing Bobandi was doing a lot of uh, great reviews for us on Apple Podcasts, but they were deleting them probably because they were seen as spam. As the same yeah, user if you do was too just many, they flag it and then doing over and over. Um, and Bobandi has a little, a little, a little story, a little anecdote for us. Um, and uh, he says, so Mrs. Bobandi and I had taken it. I didn't know Bobandi was his last name. You know, <laughs> so uh, Bobandi, what's your first Bobandi. name? You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Mrs. Bobandi and I had taken a drive to Orlando because Bobandi, as we all know, is from the Miami area, the Crystal Lake or something like that. The one good place. Yeah, I mean Crystal I, Ships. Like I was saying in Florida, if you, saying yeah. <laughs> thinking, uh, Miami's kind of its own ecosystem in right. the Florida yeah, world, yeah. from my perception. I don't know right, if that's right. real, but. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a very Will Smith, place. you know, the great anthropologist, kind of laid it all out for us, yeah, exactly. you know, back then. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mrs. Bobandi and I had taken a drive to Orlando. I think that's a few hour drive or something like that, four or five hour drive. I mean, I'm, when I flew to Orlando, people were flying there to go to Miami. Right. I don't know if it was a connector or they're going to drive. Because Miami's the southern tip, Orlando central. To Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely coastal. Um, taking a drive to Orlando, and I figured, let's listen to the latest episode. Of probing ancient alien. Yeah. Uh, while she hates ancient aliens, she does have a sense of humor. However, hers might be a little more grown up. Uh, while she did see the humor in it, uh, you, said, <laughs> you said she, Bobandi. While she yeah. did she this humor in it, yeah. um, and likes the impression, she thinks the collective us have deep homoerotic tendencies. <laughs> Uh, P.S. I asked her to help me overcome my tendency and give me roadhead, but was denied. Help, <laughs> Bobandi. We appreciate the effort. Sorry for your dry panoose. On your way to wet Orlando. Yeah. It's probably because there was like, you had probably swamp ass. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's Florida. Um, it's all swamp. Well, I mean, if you're going to bang a swan, your wife's got to give you that swan pass, you know? Yeah. So, and there's a lot, plenty <laughs> of swans in Florida, yeah, plenty of geese, plenty of ducks. A whole movie about uh-huh. it. Swan pass. <laughs> we had a couple days. <laughs> Go do whatever you want. Well, yeah, that princess turned into a swan mm-hmm. um, and had to be like, yeah, it went backwards. It had to be fucked by a human. On yeah. a road trip, What's I think. good for the goose is yes. good for the gander. But only a human whose wife had given him a permission to fuck. And that was the swan pass. See. See. <laughs> <laughs> pass and be thy swan. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we can. I don't know. This, this episode is, uh, it's as usual, is, foc- is unfocused in its focus. Um, what's up? Uh, Bobandi said Florida is the only state where the further north you go, the further south you get. The further what? Like the more <laughs> trashy. Oh, I right. see. Yes, that's very true. Yeah, because yeah. the classiest part is in the south. Probably. Um other and Bobandi, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We did I worked with a girl at our uh two companies ago mm-hmm. and she was from Pensacola 
and said that that's a pretty like beach resorty kind of classic yuppie area. Is that true? Because that is on like the the Panhandle side, the Taint side of Florida. Yeah, but right it's like once you because once you get out of Florida, you're South Carolina, North right, Carolina, right. Virginia, all yeah. that stuff. No, I, I was just bit, curious yeah. in terms of what his opinion as a Floridian, a long-term uh, Floridian by way of Brooklyn, yeah. uh, of Pensacola was. So. See, see. Um, yeah, I didn't know if it was like the Jersey Shore of Florida or what, but she said it was all uh, golf courses and country clubs and stuff like that. So. Yeah. What about Palm Bay, Florida, says Dragon Wolf? Palm Bay or Palm Beach? Palm Bay. Or, yeah, Palm Bay. Now, are th- so are you thinking it. of Mumbai, the former exactly. Bombay? Yeah, Bombay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I put the bomb. Who told you to put the bomb yeah. on? Yeah. I put a bomb on. Who <laughs> don't put, you don't put the bomb? Greta's got a couple of Bombays back yeah. there, huh? Uh, the Redneck Riviera. Uh, is that Palm Bay, Bo Bandy, or what did Pensacola. you say? Pensacola. Yeah. Because we got two questions floating yeah. out for oh, Mr. Yeah. Bo Bandy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, thanks for uh, talking Florida with Bo Bandy, Steve, and Joey here. <laughs> with the Dragon Wolf and yeah. Bo Bandy. Um, uh-oh, computer's about to restart. It's doing fine. the Twitch stream. Wait an hour. Um, but, uh, yeah, this episode, this is kind of a, I don't know, I found this episode pretty soft-handed. It, like, it's soft-balled, it's soft-jerked, it's slow-jerked. Uh, the whole meta-conspiracy thing of, like, like, why didn't they talk about the reptilians once? Why didn't they talk yeah. about the Illuminati mm-hmm. once? I was like, you're talking about the larger alien agenda or agenda. Well, in the night, what's the, uh, the, yeah, the, you said the Illuminati, right? Yeah. Like, cause that's the Knights Templar, like, right. way back in the day, and right. then what that evolved into. It seemed like there was a lot of shit they could have got into, um, which I don't know. Maybe they think that sounds too much. That's just kind of, maybe they think that's repetitive because everyone's heard that stuff mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. but. There just wasn't any clear tiebacks to the main mm-hmm. conspiracy of ancient alien theorists yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, very odd, very kind of like, I don't know. Like they, they start off with the, the 2013 Citizens Disclosure Conference, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's actually where I think a couple episodes we were like, what the fuck conferences or, or like Senate hearing is this where Linda Moulton Howe and Richard Dolan right, right, right. are sitting next to all these like secretaries of state and actual people, defense ministers yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. But it was this, it was the 2013 uh, citizens disclosure conference held in Washington DC. And this was the, the huge story out of that, which they start off with here was that yeah. the former Canadian minister of defense and prime minister, um, what is it? Uh, deputy prime minister, of Canada, this guy Paul Hellyer uh, says that UFOs are very real and that the universe is teeming with life. Right. Um, and and uh, and then a and bunch they live of, among us. Yes. And uh, and a bunch of other um, uh, races of beings have been communicated with, identified, and have their own agendas and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and he said some of these are concerned with humanity's seeming thirst for power. And uh, they're they're a little scared to share advanced technology with us for the purpose of that we might use it incorrectly. Right. I make the point later. I ask the question later. It's interesting because they come back to this quite a bit. This is classic like sci-fi author stuff since post World War II of like see the the aliens think we're getting too advanced. Like to me, this all reeks of like I well I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it seems convenient that. As we as humans all got really scared of ourselves after right. World War II and have the Gene- Geneva Convention and, you know, 
have all this like mutually assured destruction, which prevents a lot of nuclear war because we'll all just kill each other if one of us starts it off. Um, that fear is, of course, conveniently, one of the number one themes in alien stories, you know, the Twilight Zone and yeah, yeah. Fucking, like all of these, you know, the War of the Worlds, all this shit where humans have to be, you know, pushed back a little bit. You have to, you know, slow your roll a little bit. You're too dangerous with all of these very powerful weapons. Right, right. right. Um, these weapons of mass destruction. So I'm always, I'm kind of on the fence where it's like, is that simply just what it is or is... You know, because I'm like, hey, this guy Paul Hellyer had clearance, and this, I, I yeah, don't know yeah. if it was Mike Barr level clearance. Right, right, right. But uh, I've had some. I got a couple P. I don't have any PhD. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Travis, can I can I actually borrow one of those yeah. ones you said you throw out for me? I've been to fucking Nordstrom Rack. Okay, I've got yeah, a lot okay. of clearance there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How much fucking money I saved there in purses <laughs> yeah, and 40, shit? 50 percent off. Yeah. Not I'm for all, me. Not for me. For the fucking sluts I bet. Yeah. Okay. I'm all the off price. I'm in the off price. Life, <laughs> he started okay. to quit and tear. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Ross Raid. I'm going to fucking Marshall Mash. I'm going to fucking be a Maxinista. Okay. Uh, wait, what was any of that from? What? The Marshall Mash and no. be a Maxinista? <laughs> so TJ Maxx is. Oh, oh I get it. I'm a Maxinista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when oh, I man. used to buy shit for the Cape and Cow collectibles, yes. we'd go to Ross and we were we called it. We, we would literally hit every fucking Ross. Uh-huh. In, I remember that. Like. A fifteen, like we'd go to San Diego yeah. and go Ross rating. Oh, so we wow. would say we would call it Ross rating because uh, <laughs> we'd either hit we'd hit up Ross yeah. and then there'd be a Marshalls yeah. and then maybe a TJ Maxx and if you're lucky a Tuesday morning. That I mean that could be, but that was like a whole loop. That could have been a show in and of itself with you two out there and then kind of like a people of Walmart mixed with your commentary on them, but you're right, also right. some of them, clearly also, <laughs> some of them too. Yeah, yeah. And actually the most obsessive ones that, <laughs> oh, look at these fucking freaks that shop at Ross. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, how many Rosses have you been to, to today, sir? <laughs> yeah. 17. Seven. Yeah, just look at our <laughs> transaction history. Yeah. Uh, you guys have this uh, Transformer that's been discontinued and selling for $50, and you guys have it for 6 So I'm going to buy them all. Um, a couple of Ross freaks. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, we'd Ross raid. Yes. Uh, very depressing. Yeah. Ross, the place. Oh, Ross yes. always had the diapers in the parking lot. Yes. TJ Maxx was the nicest. Marshalls somewhere in between. But I think I Marshalls think... was part of TJ Maxx. Yes. They're and all. Then Tuesday morning was always just a crapshoot. Yeah, that's a weird little. There far few less Tuesday mornings around here. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think those Marshalls and TJ Maxx are owned by each other. But then I think Ross bought them as well. I don't uh, know. Like there's all there are all those fucking discount shops are like one entity now, but I'm not exactly sure. totally sure yeah. because Home Goods is owned by the Marshalls company as well. Well, Home Goods is TJ Maxx, so there's right. TJ Maxx, TJ Maxx Home Goods, right. and then it's part of Marshalls. So. Right. Um, Dragon Wolf Owl says no, so maybe Ross oh, and TJ Maxx are separate. They're but, an expert. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, see whatever we're talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, I was kind of asking the question. It's like, it's like you know, it, it, is this a self fulfilling prophecy based on our own fears, or it's not? It's not like it's a big logic leap to think that yeah, oh, let's let's keep watch on these people now that they've yeah. under they've understood nuclear fission and nuclear fusion and the explosions and things that can cause. Let's keep an eye on them. That being said, you yeah. would think that again, if these aliens are as technologically advanced as they would have to be to observe us so easily and in and out and stop our nuclear, like at the, the Maelstrom Air Force Base event where they turned off the nukes there right. just by hovering over them or whatever, you would think that they wouldn't be that worried then because they could just turn off our fucking nukes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, 
why what are they afraid of if they if they're kind of omniscient at that point and know everything about us and he might even know our but all they, of our possible outcomes with right. time and space. But they didn't turn off any of the nukes when we were testing them or at Hiroshima, Nagasaki. Yep. That's uh, why you co-host the show, the bro. Okay, okay bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. They didn't do any of that. Right. Uh, yeah. And Bobani says the guy was a minister of defense, even though it's only Canada. Why right. would he go public? Is this bullshit? Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, that's, that's, that's saying the same that's thing. That's what's yeah. so compelling about this. Right. So, like, this might, I mean, this whole, it's not that they found this evidence, yeah. but at least them showing this is that's that's what I liked about the show Unidentified is that the entire show is all that shit where you're like, oh, that is pretty gnarly. Oh, wow, that's yeah. crazy. Oh, wow, that's well, a big this official guy is like doing that, you know. Putting his face out there, right. going on in public, right. getting reviewed and questioned, like right. very, very open. Yeah, he's getting five stars on Apple Podcasts exactly. and stuff. Yeah, he's getting the good reviews. Yeah. He's um, helping out people who are getting through a tough time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then, as they, as they point out later, a bunch of other government bigwigs like jump right on after four or five other guys are like nope he's totally right we support what he's saying we also know some of this shit and they even added more detail to it so a pretty crazy conference which i don't i wonder if like maybe i wasn't paying attention as much back then but i feel like that didn't give get as much long-term media coverage as it might have as it might have should have could have um but uh i mean might have should have let alone might have could have exactly um, but anyway, um, they then go back to the Tower of Babel from the Bible, and they make a crazy link to this later in the episode. Like yeah. they book they 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 actually bookmark the episode in like the fourth segment out of six. Like back to these things where I'm like, why didn't you finish off? I don't know, whatever. Right. So uh, they go to the Tower of Babel from the Bible. For those that don't know, humans initially in in uh, you know post very post or very quickly post uh, Garden of Eden. Humans have p- proliferated the planet or whatever or the area of where yeah. the Bible took place uh, back then. Europa. They were all sp- – <laughs> you know, yes, they were right over there. You know, that's yeah, the Garden that's of Eden bad. behind the, the Stiegel so, Brewery over yeah. there, you know. Nice and it's also where Arnold was born. So, um, but uh, And you can see burnt brat yes, or whatever <laughs> the fucking burnt bread. We'll cover that Save later. Save that for Peter, sorry. man. Yeah. That could be your weirdest thing. So, uh, <laughs> Not far off. If you're up to it. Um, but uh, – yeah, the the Tower of the, sorry, people were all speaking one language back then in Genesis times. Talking to Sonic the Hedgehog, t- you know, Tails came along. God saw that you know by the third game they got Knuckles in there. Yeah, you can really charge up your spin. Loop through loop. You rings. can float with Knuckles and all that stuff. And it's and God was like, hey, this is not the core gameplay yeah. of Sonic the Hedgehog that I meant for the players. Yeah. This is not the casino world where you're bouncing around for yeah. hours. It's like the whole fucking game's casino world now, okay, yeah. guys? And you can't just do... You have to keep the spirit of the original yeah. gameplay alive. Pull them slots and win those three right. rings. Right. Line up. Right. You know, and so... It's going to be what it's going to be. So, yeah, they were they were building this tower um, uh, of Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis cartridges up to heaven... Mm-hmm. But no, they they learned how to like uh, to make, make stones. Basically, yeah. they learned how to make bricks and yeah, make con- you know. Or sorry, not stones, but yeah, bricks. Same and thing. Building materials. Yes. From the wet, they made the dry hard. Yes. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> ultimate the skill of any. Warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and they started building this tower because they said, hey, we can, if we build this thing tall enough, we can get up to God. And they they built it over thirty stories tall, which you know, if this was if this was back. 15,000 years at whatever the fuck they think it is, then sure, that's a big accomplishment, yeah. right? And it, it was a tower that spiraled up, um, made purely of these stones, and 
God basically said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And on the on the episode, yeah. they have Rabbi Zadok, they have various other you know religious experts on here, and they're like, or at least myth- mythological experts, and they're like, oh, and God was surprised that humans could build this tower so well uh, and decided that he needed to put a stop to it because he thought it was so hubristic. Like a defiant of God. That, that they would try to, to, to build a ladder to God, basically. Yeah. But meanwhile, I'm like... It's again such a difference between the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament, where the God right. of the New Testament is just this fucking like, hey, I have had it all figured out forever. I see backwards and forwards in time. Yeah. The old God. Guys, talk to Jesus. Right. I'm doing my own thing here. We right. have it all figured out. I am the cosmos. I am everything. Whereas the Old Testament God is like, how the fuck is God surprised yeah. by humans building a giant yeah. tower? Old Testament God is like, very micromanagey exactly. manager. Yeah, very vengeful. Right. Very, Comes very in like, needy. Oh, let, me, let me see this. Let me get that. Right. Uh, what are you guys doing here? Uh, did you know you could uh, get an orange open with your teeth? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, faith comps are down right now. So, okay. uh, you know, how can we... <laughs> okay, we got to go. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's weird that he seems so preoccupied... He seems like a very small god. And yeah. as we talked about a few episodes ago... Need that thick god, double C. Exactly. And so, you know, you need the big dick energy. Yeah. Um, but uh, the G-O-D-B-D-E. <laughs> yes. <laughs> C. <laughs> so I was turning off my mic to yeah. blow my nose. Oh, that's quick. disgusting. Ugh. Is that a, a floor uh, t- paper towel you got there? <laughs> Covered in various stains and things like that. and yeah, Perfect for putting on your mouth and nose. Um, but, uh, and now it has some more. Mostly my nose. Yes. <laughs> it's um, got some face cum. Kiss, kiss. Um, but, uh, anyway, face cum. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, mucus, the cum of the face. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, we talked about how, um, it was described that Yahweh, the God of the Old Testament, his superpower as a God was that he can, he could convince people of the truth, which is that he was the only God. Right. Which I kind of made the point. It's like, oh, interesting that he acknowledged the existence of other gods and said, no, no, I'm the best one. Right, right. And that's why he's God. So it's kind of yeah. a weird, is petty kind of... the best one, of... the only one? It, yeah, right. that's where translations really fuck up exactly. in ancient texts, because it's like, if you if you buy a book... Yeah, were they from... just talking about mayonnaise and best gods yeah, mayonnaise exactly. and all that stuff? Yeah. Hellman's. Is it, is it truly the best flavor? Yes. Uh, if you buy a book from Russia today... Yeah. A There's a book. There's literally best, best a translation where it's oh, a direct translation yes. or translation where it has like a oh, paragraph yeah. describing the word it yeah. just translated. Yep. To now. And that's like in today's yeah. culture. So imagine something thousands of year old. Right. Translated in a language God without as many, how many times, yeah, a language without as many modern analogs, things like yeah, that. Yeah, so to get to now, so it's like, yeah. oh, what does that really mean? Right, is it the best God? Is it the only God? Is yeah. it the true God? Blah blah blah. blah. Well, I, I run into that every week as I'm reading various translations of medieval and Renaissance fighting books, yeah, where depending again, on not that long, ago, depending on the fucking dude that lives now yeah. that translated it can completely change what the author was trying to convey with a picture and a little blurb of text. Right. And completely change, it confuses the fuck out of you. You know, there are books about uh, medieval and Renaissance fighting books, like in the study yeah. of them. There's whole chapters on the challenge of translations, right? right. And how it's 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 everything. You know, yeah. so you will literally lose the meaning of something and have to try to 
you know, figure it out physically, basically, as we all like to do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, God's irritated, puts a stop to the, the building of the tower by um, making it so that nobody can understand. He makes many languages where there was just one language. Yeah. And nobody can understand each other anymore and therefore cannot collaborate and plan. Um, and it's, it's kind of fucked up because literally he uh, takes away the will to unite from humanity <laughs> during this. And yeah. it's like, and we were saying, it's like, oh, like, so you're, the old God is the one that put all the bad shit into humans that he then punishes them for later. Right, right. Like, it's fucking weird. Uh, we get a children's chime in here and he says, you know, a mankind uh, was in a sense kept from reaching a, a technological level to be a God like him. So, uh, and then Medallion Man comes in, uh, William Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> uh, I am here, honey. I can't even do a slow medallion, man, because it like takes away yeah. his cadence. But my whole thing—it was a daughter rape thing. Is all of our jokes are you know. Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes. The word babble means <laughs> what? Bobani said he was blocked by Childress on Instagram oh, for comments meant oh, for Steve. Because oh he sent no. me that one, but <laughs> yeah. accidentally sent it to both <laughs> Childress oh, oh, Bobby. Bobby, baby. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I wore the piss shirt. But he forgot about it by the next convention. It was no big deal. <laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Medallion Man William Henry goes, uh, the word babble means gate to God. And some, in fact, believe that the Tower of Babel was a stargate, a ladder tower or stairway that reached into the heavens. When God saw when people were building a stargate, this was too much for him. Um, and then we get Rabbi Zadok on here. Rabbi Zadok, very dramatic in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in the, and as this, the series has gone on now, he gets a lot of play. He's very, very, very calm, yeah. very collected, but yes. very, very dire. Yes. Um, and he says uh, he's he's very keen to to point out that he, he rarely says god because he's a big ancient astronaut theorist he always says like the powers that be you know or the ones in control or right. whatever uh and always makes it plural as well he says the powers that be needed to bring a great assault on humanity so they touched the minds of the people and destroyed their spirit of unity that brought them together and he basically saying it kept them fighting now kept them focusing on differences and similarities and all that stuff again a very fucked up thing for a deity to do to its own people when trying to solve a problem of negative, like a, a, of hubris, of arrogance, yep, yep, of whatever. Yep. It's like, oh, so now you're going to make everyone think they're better than each other as a fucking punishment forever? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That changes the entire nature of your own creation forever yep. for the worse. If it was for like 10 years, humans fought and killed each other and killed off half their population kind of like a culling, a great flood kind of thing. That would have been one thing and bad enough, but it's like okay, like yeah. it just it just seems like you're you're breaking your own toy. It's right, never right, going to work right, right, right again. Right. So, um you done did fucked it. Right. Um the segments were not very clear in this one about what they were about, so I didn't name yeah, them, yeah, but we're yeah. on to the next segment here. Uh we go to Pakistan, uh 1922. Uh archaeologists find an ancient city, the ancient city of Mohenjo-daro which we've talked about many times before. Mm -hmm. uh, they really doubled down on this. I don't know why this episode they doubled down on Mohenjo-Daro, which in the ancient astronaut theory world is best known for 
being a uh, you know four thousand year old city uh, in in ancient India that seems to have been obliterated by a nuclear bomb. Right. We've talked about this a long time ago, multiple times. There's you know quote unquote evidence of vitrification and things like that. Yeah. Uh, even though they they literally say that Mohenjo-Daro was was known to believed to have housed over thirty five thousand citizens at the height of its culture. Uh, but when it was destroyed, only forty three skeletons were, and it's like forty three skeletons were found somehow. Here. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we already there. Well, a the ancient aliens of the show is like sh- literally immediately showing a quick scene of the archaeological dig site of Mohenjo-Daro, and then a CG nuclear, mo- a modern right. nuclear, like Explosion. as if New York got yeah. blown up CG animation, and it's like guys, which none of that would be left standing. Yeah. And guys, you're you're leading the audience right, so right, right, fucking right. much. Like right. you got to chill out a little bit. Now, again, editor, if someone's naturally talking about a potential nuclear holocaust that happened, sure, throw that in there, but not immediately. Yeah, like yeah. some believe that this happened. It's just oh, it's like all this ominous shit, and you're just yeah. right. which that whole place would be flattened. Exactly. Yeah. Again, that's why you're the co-host. See. Uh, but yeah, that we this has already been debunked. Those forty-three skeletons showed clear and excessive sign the, and the picture they show on camera is apparently not they basically say the picture of the skeletons at Mahenjo Daro floating around is not from the archaeological Actually, dig no. site yeah nobody took pictures of those skeletons before mm-hmm. they were exhumed yeah so oh they've already been dug yeah up the old the, 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 the archaeologists from the 20s dug them up and they didn't fucking have pictures of them right, holding right. hands as if they were blasted or vitrified also the simple question remains is that if the skeletons still look like skeletons and were not vitrified, how would the clay pots in the same exact strata right next to them be vitrified from a nuclear blast and not them? Right. Because right, I remember right. on the old episode, they're like, oh, the teeth showed signs of radiation sickness and right, blah, right, blah, right. blah. And uh, But that happens after. <laughs> my sucralose is getting real. Coach oh, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we best season, friends now. Season three. Yeah. Of, I know. Uh, we watched a couple of those. Yeah. It gets it's okay. It gets well. It's getting up its own ass now. Yeah. Like it's, there's some still really funny. We're talking about Big Mouth on Netflix. Yeah, sorry, some really funny parts. But it is like for uh, for me to say it's excessively gross out humor, right? Because the clever stuff's really clever, but it, they're really leaning on the gross out mm-hmm, stuff now, mm-hmm. and really leaning on thirteen year old, twelve year old, thirteen year old kids fucking things a lot, right? right. Like showing Jason Manzuka's child character coming hard into couch cushions and things. I'm yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? Double like, down. It's yeah. so intense. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, the big, they, they go into this whole fucking proof, you know, proof uh, of concept yeah. on the episode where, I mean, to be fair, at least we haven't seen it before. At least it's a new thing. Yep, but yep. in 2014, um, the scientist uh, took some of the vitrified pot pieces and uh uh checked it under like an electron microscope or whatever and said oh yeah there's like you know it's all it's clay basically it's the basic yeah, stuff yeah. that makes up clay but when he put it into an x-ray diffraction machine which is uh an x-ray diffraction gives you a chart of kind of the the timeline of how something might have been formed how a material was formed mm-hmm. he talks about he's like oh there's a little a weird bulge here and this and yeah. da 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 and the zippers down here and whatever yeah. and so Zippy, uh, but it's really dumb because if you take two seconds to look on Wikipedia or and then the articles that those are sourced from, yeah. all of the the bricks that built Mohenjo-Daro were built out of volcanic rock. Right. 
So which is vitrified rock. And so when you take volcanic rock and then grind it down, make it into parts of what becomes a clay brick, you will have elements of rock that was formed in four to five thousand degree lava. Right. Or lava explosions yeah. and whatever. Very intense magma. Boiling hot magma. One hundred uh, million dollars. <laughs> oh hey there, mini me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, How many drivers meet? Yeah, you. Another character we'll have to talk about was a real human that you met, and as one of your seatmates <laughs> on one of our flights. Oh, Galanti. Oh yeah, Galanti, <laughs> some guy from Chicago. Looked like who was, a living. So we saw <sighs> twice on the trip a living version of Dan Aykroyd from the movie yes. Nothing But Trouble. Yes. If you don't know what that is, yes. Google it. Yes. It's disgusting. And get ready for nightmares that night. <laughs> and we literally saw a guy at the beer hall that looked like that. Yep. I took a picture. I'll post. And the guy sitting next to me, yes. which uh, Joey's wife, Harris, yes. took a picture and we'll post as yes. well. We'll post on maybe probing, Oof. but definitely beer. And better. when he got up to walk in front of us out of the plane. Oh, he was way taller. He's taller he than me. huge and fucked up. Like, yeah. Like his, his ankles were Again. about to explode. He had the giant... Almost splitting apart white New Balances that are too yeah, big. because he... His ankles are too big I almost for. said something, but he didn't know some footwear companies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the fucking guy was insane. He... Yeah. We'll go into detail in beer there, but basically he yeah. only dated basically mail-order brides. Right. <laughs> but that Forms had already who lived have here. needs. Yeah, a Russian girl and a Polish girl yeah. who... Need money and stuff. Varying degrees know. of trust weird. that he has for them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a whole, a whole John Candy esque like t- TMI conversation. Yeah. From and at he's the literally end of from Home Alone. Chicago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah. Insane Classic. person. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Wolf agrees uh, and misses the old monster from. <laughs> Tie back to something a little more uh, grounded here. Yeah. And then Bo Bo Bandy says, "Fucking love that movie." So I think he means nothing but trouble. Yes, that's what exactly. We just mentioned. One of the so strangest fucking Dan movies Edward. ever yeah. made in any universe. Very weird. <laughs> um, How but, did this uh, get made? Did a good uh, recap yes. yeah, of yeah. that. So it's a podcast. How did this get made yeah. with a bunch of famous people? Also, Jason Manzukis right. and Paul Shear. <laughs> yeah, let's plug uh, another one of the biggest. Like I used to like, plug the Joe Rogan podcast. Exactly, let's like, plug another cares? one of the biggest podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I know. It's just funny. It's like, oh, they need our help to plug exactly. Them. Um, but how did this get made was one of the podcasts that really solidified my love for podcasts too, though. Yeah, yeah. back in the day. Um, oh, it w- and it was—I think it was on the trip back from the Las Vegas trip where I puked up all the Michelobes, the, free, oh, the dollar God. Michelobes. Yeah, and night. you were listening, and laughing. Yeah. Yes, uh, thrilling, thrilling. Guest of the beer, they're drunk. That thrilling uh, uh, played it, yeah. and our friend Bandrew. Exactly. We was saw he on that trip. We saw met. Yes, we saw. No, many. he wasn't. It was that was just you, me, and thrilling. On that trip. Well, then it was the maybe it was the initial New Year's trip. Then that could have been a different Bandrew, one. Yeah, 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 was yeah. there so because because well, we were in the back seat together, frigging each other off. Yeah, and that was the comedy bang bang too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that was the uh, I was just the godhead. godhead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah. Th- it's this is so this guy's so stoked that the scientist that the X-ray diffraction machine says. Oh, there's evidence that this was glassed at one point, meaning it was vitrified. And it's like, and he, and he goes, and so that would have to be something, you know, supernatural. And right, like, right. Great, you're, a, you're a great scientist, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, that guy looked pretty fucked up, too. Yes. <laughs> he looked like 
He was a self-funded scientist. Yeah, yeah. He had a lot of skin cancer. <laughs> yeah, probably not a part of any sort of edu- you know educational Actual, institution or anything yeah. like that. But uh, anyway, um, Sooks, of course, ex- comes on and he's like, and it's all you see. It all checks out. We got visual evidence. We got cultural evidence. We got mythological. It's like, okay, thank you, Giorgio. We get a Wilcock drip, a big Wilcock drip here. Thick drip. Yes. Kind of agreeing with Sukalos, and he's like. This he's a little charged up. He's like, this is not mythology. This is not superstition. This is documented historical events of people who were warring with each other with advanced technology. These extraterrestrials would not want us to have these advanced technologies and essentially become like gods, but they may have a keen interest in following some sort of prime directive from Star Trek, apparently. Right. He mentions that the most of any of these fuckers, that there's a prime directive, uh, where they don't openly get involved with us and also don't just, but also not destroy, not let us destroy the planet. And it's like, I have a big issue with that. I'll come back to later with his logic there. Uh, we move on to the next segment, which is Egypt 391 AD. They tell the story of the Library of Alexandria being burnt to the ground. This was interesting because I felt like this was the most. Not that you can't just fucking look it up on the internet, but the most facts about the Library of Alexandria. And yeah. just, I don't know, this stood out in this episode. It really stood yeah, out to like me. Like it was a place. <laughs> with a lot of shit, you know. Yeah, if I can get that shit in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, our driver again from mm-hmm. Nuremberg to Islam. Prague. His name was Islam. Exactly. Yeah. He was an actual Egyptologist. Yes. Joey asked him a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. He was impressed with the knowledge. Yes. He then also was a little bit hesitant when we brought up aliens. Yes. Uh, and he, because he was a, an Egyptologist and a private tour guide for like eight years at the Giza Plateau. Exactly. And he made good money, he said, doing it. So um, he was only cursor, cur- uh, had a cursory familiarity with Rami Romani. He said the name sounded familiar, but he couldn't picture him. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I was hoping, I mean, we could have had a real bro down. If, uh, also, your demon mark's back. I just noticed that. It's been off and on the past few days. Oh, really? Uh, Dragon Wolf also asked, but didn't aliens teach us how to build the pyramids or something? I'm confused. Right. Yeah. So, well, wait, are, is she, is, is, are, is they asking about Islam being no, 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 that no, we no. asked? No, no, no. Well, I don't know. Yeah. But. Clarify, please, exactly. Dragon Wolf. Dragon uh, Wolf Alpha? Dragon Wolf Owl. Owl. <laughs> owl. Fuck. Owl. Fuck. Uh, Wasn't far off. Yeah. I'm like really far back from my computer. I don't know why yes. I keep adjusting here. Um, but uh, I notice I do that at work. I'm like, all my posture at work is always like this, and I have to catch my. I'm like, yeah. Because my, I put my keyboard like three feet away from me. Right. And then I go. You should be at oh, 90 degrees all time. I know. Elbows, back. Yeah, you know, my chiropractor. Um, head and shoulders, knees and toes. Knees and toes. Um, what the fuck were we just talking about? We're about um, oh, sorry. Uh, Library of Alexandria exactly. getting yeah. burnt the fuck down. Uh, this was done by Emperor Theodosius the first. Yeah. Um, and he said that the works in there were heretical, heretical, and unorthodox. Yeah. Did you get clarification? No, I said never mind. Too much to type. We'll Go. move on. Um, the the Library of Alexandria contained as many as a million scrolls. Um, on all sorts of topics. Now that is, that is a lot of signatures for the aliens exactly. at District Nine. Yeah. To accept, uh, and going up into the ship or where? What was the yeah. scroll for? It was like tearing down their house. We need your scroll because right? they, yeah, they're gonna tear down the slums they were living in right, right, and right. move them to a new yeah. slum basically. Yeah. And they yeah. had to sign off 
and signing off. Oh, you would like some cat food, wouldn't you? Yeah. Delicious cat food. Yeah. You like that, you piece of shit? Huh? <laughs> Fuck you. God, that movie. I would become a squirrel. That movie was great, and it was fucking I sad as it. shit yeah. like when, I, when it first came out. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. yeah. And then that guy, Neil Blomkamp's uh, you know, trajectory just went straight down. Well, yeah, because he he's like not making weird... anything anymore. He did, uh, Elysi- he did Elysium and Which, then Chappie Man. Yeah. Um, Elysium was Matt Damon. Not as bad as everyone said, but it no, wasn't great. But it was it wasn't District yeah. Nine level. Like it wasn't like District Nine was very meaningful. It was very yeah. new Changing, and fresh yeah. and different. Well, they were supposed like, to do District Nine Part Two, where the right. aliens came back and all this stuff. And I don't think because he I think after spoiler alert, he career. becomes the alien at the end, right? And right. takes the ship off or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, Charlton Copley. He was very hot for those few years, and then his career. Culminated in his role in the A Team movie, which I yeah. never saw. Did you see that movie? Oh no, I thought you were joking. No, no, no. He, <laughs> no, he was. He was Face Man in the A Team uh, movie that came out in like 2015 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Never saw it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the episode of the A Team where they rode the short bus <laughs> instead of the van. They just keep doubling <laughs> down. <laughs> I've got a cigar. Where's that T-boy? <laughs> Trans boy. Exactly. Come get it, boys. I pity the fool. Yeah. Don't fuck my ass. <laughs> I got all this gold to look good, motherfucker. <laughs> um, uh, I also wrote, once again, ancient Christians got their panties in a wad, and because they were scared of information and it didn't agree with their narrative, they decided to destroy it all. So yeah. uh, Childress chimes in here and says, some of those books were... The history of our entire planet. So I'm going a hundred years back even. Uh, and he goes, he goes, so when these books were all destroyed, it was a way of setting all of the knowledge back to zero. Yeah. Um, and I, this is where I was like, I've known about the Library of Alexandria for a long time, but I guess when I read that there was like up to a million scrolls in yeah. there. It's a very rare magic card. I'm just, what? The Library of Alexandria. That, oh, that's a card. Yeah, Got it. I don't like that they play with real-world locations there. Hey, hey. It's not okay. Come on, hey. Wizards of the Coast. Bizarre Baghdad. More like, the most expensive cards. More like uh, Kid Party Magicians of the Coast when you have to do shit like that. You know, Low rent. They did a long time ago. Yeah. They've, they've moved it in more fantasy. Right. Don't worry. Uh, especially the My Little Pony special release exactly. that they've had recently. That's to raise money for something. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. For My Little Pony. For bronies. Yeah. <laughs> for horny bronies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, burped as I said yes. Um, That's my bad. We've done a pretty good job of not belching into the mic, as many of our fans have expressed. Correct. So. Kudos to us. Pat See. on the back. Um, no, but I was like, it's interesting. I'm like, could this really be the the destruction of this library, which they said 95% of the information was to completely burnt to a crisp there? Yeah. Um, could this be the spo- the smoking gun of... The proof of a pre-civilization, you know, yeah, like the precursor race um, that Mr. Graham Hancock. Right. Talks That's about. what I, I was like. Fuck, man. Like, like, there's lots of other shit too, but it's like, could this really be? Because th- this was the, the this this could be the biggest blow, right? Because it's like all this evidence. Like, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. I, I, when I was watching this, I was like, man, if I could change my go back in time, you know, wish or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might go back to like save all this See, shit, you know, right. No, um, so there's a go back in time wish, and yeah. there's a go back in time machine. Right. 
where I'm a dumb asshole who's into collecting 80s toys. So I'm like, oh, I'll right. go back to fucking uh, <laughs> Toys R Us and buy all the Star Wars and He-Man toys. Right. But I'm like, God damn it, I should just buy stock and go even further. All, right. all the shit. Yeah. But yeah, that would be a time to see at least what was there or right. have some sort of translator person there. Exactly. Not to stop the burning, but to know, was it real? Right. What was there? What did we lose? Right. Somehow be able to like scan a lot of it or something and just, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, anyway... Uh, they asked the question, of course, was it the aliens that wanted yeah. to destroy it? So we were starting to get into the multiple races of aliens with multiple agendas here. Right. Because obviously they're trying they're also trying to not negate their own arguments because a lot of times that's why we have the term galactic daddy, because Childress and the gang wanna believe so bad that the aliens are benevolent and want us to be like them and yeah. come home to daddy and milk right, his right. prostate and whatever. And uh but then Half the episodes are about how they're all assholes and they're fucking probe raping you while they abduct you and all this horse shit. And so um, uh, they go to a NASA document in 2007. Very big time jumps, time right, slippage right, here. Right, 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 um, uh, 2007 da- a NASA document, which was about like UFO sightings in antiquity. Yeah. And then there's a, they go into, heavily go into the Roman Empire's sightings of things they called sky, ar- they, they say sky armies, but they're literally showing the text and it's, Sky armaments. Yeah. Doesn't make a difference, but it's just like, okay, sky weapons, shields, or ships flying in the sky. Um, Cicero talked to the great Roman philosopher, uh, <laughs> <laughs> talked of a person. sphere in the sky that divided into smaller spheres, very reminiscent of modern UFO yeah. sightings. Um, th- but it is dumb. They Instead of showing a mothership with smaller ships, they just show the same clip art picture of a UFO splitting into 12 little versions of the UFO. And that's where I was like, Pokemon must evolve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm like, why don't you just show a fucking ship flying out of it or what? Or, or just show the shiny. Th- I don't know. Um, this incited a lot of, uh, or sorry, they go to the battle of uh, uh, the Milvian Bridge, which is where Constantine. The yes, the Milvian Bridge. Where Constantine looked up into the sky and said, Oh, Lord, cross in the sky. If you give me access in the love of these attractive, slightly older mothers that have large breasts and curvy. Pog butts and things and high sure, heels sure, and lipstick correct. and slightly tan skin, but it's kind of hot because they're kind of so obsessed with their looks that they're horny and thinking about sex, which makes me think about sex with them all the time. Correct. Uh, <laughs> that's the cross talking correct. about. Correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. So, kind of, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, someone posted something, uh, and I think I told you this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was on the trip, but yeah. they're like, it's much more culturally accepted to say, yes, we're getting, we're trying to get pregnant uh-huh. as a married couple oh. instead of, hey, I'm cream pieing your daughter every night. <laughs> yeah, telling your in-laws, oh, yeah, yeah we're trying yeah. to get pregnant yeah, instead yeah. of I'm cream pieing your daughter every night. Right. <laughs> Such a dumb, factual thing, though. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, uh, this is where Constantine thinks he sees a big burning cross in the sky, glowing cross, thinks it's God, and a symbol that and he says, hey God, if you let me win this battle, I will become a Christian and make all of the Roman Empire Christian instead yep. of the polytheistic AKA the Holy Roman Empire. Right. Uh, and so, which we learned a lot about on our trip. Yeah. Um, but this incited a lot Rock, of re- religious Bohemia. wars. Exactly. Uh, incited a lot of religious wars. And multiple attempts to burn the library before, I guess, Theodosius finally succeeded about 80 years later. Um, 
ancient astronaut theorists think this was done by the fearful extraterrestrials who wanted to reset human intelligence and not let basically again this is this is the part that I don't appreciate or understand why why are the aliens going back so far if things are cyclical right yeah you're going to stop people at Rome Right. The Rome level of technology before worrying about nuclear weapons getting built because right. the whole point and is not stop us now. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like you're worried about nukes, right? You're worried about technology, and I guess their counterpoint would be, oh, but all of those scrolls talked right. about, like Graham Hancock, maybe maybe that was a stone based technology or a right. different type of technology that we that we don't use because we have an electrical based in a trajectory one. that was going to be offset. Yeah. And maybe at the time you were Santa too much said. of a warring people. Right. And Salta and I have not seen each other for four days only in the past twenty five years. Yes. We've seen each 30, other every other 30, day. Actually. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? This is why I love being on your show, Joe, because I can <laughs> talk about tantric <laughs> sex and DMT sex. Yes. And well, sex with hamburgers. Okay. I mean, <laughs> have you been to the place you're talking about doing ayahuasca at? <laughs> you know. uh, uh, no, bro, Rogan, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've been posting about it a lot. Well. You feel a deep rhythm for that place. Well, aren't we all a part of the fucking rhythm? Exactly. Rhythm for violence is like what I've heard. <laughs> I love that, like, Joe Rogan is the symbol of, like, bro science and broism, and, yeah. and now bro Rogan is yeah. even broier than him. Hey, dude, you know what I mean? Just be careful when they're brewing that fucking yeah. shit, like, what's going to go in? I love being on the radio, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love the digital radio. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, my I picture guess, radio. I, I guess, like, uh, I guess... I don't. I don't even know how to start with an impression of him. He's kind of. That's, no, that's why I everything just went gets to Danny DeVito ish immediately because he is like, if Danny DeVito was young and grew to full size, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know, because it's like because I think oh somebody superimposed Danny DeVito's face onto Joe Rogan and it wasn't oh, really? that different. Oh, the, <laughs> it just has very like Italian the, features. The best mashup of Danny DeVito is with Eric Andre. Oh that yeah, that one was it's fucking so, yeah. disgusting and hilarious. Yeah. yeah, people should do a deep fake video with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, anyway, this is they're they're making the whole point here that there are many alien agendas because clearly some aliens want us to succeed, clearly some don't want us to succeed. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, perfect time to segue into like reptilians and the Illuminati. Like again, that's the fucking deep the deep state uh, agenda there you know but i don't know uh they go this is where we loop back in the fourth out of six segments to the the citizen disclosure oh god (laughs) there's fucking ground brown on there what that shit is um we're back so we're back in dc at this event um you know linda howe richard dolan are sitting there uh, next right next to him too like right it's fucking weird on Um, camera on whatever nash I, yeah. International TV. Yeah, I got to do a little research and see why the fuck they of all people. Nothing against Richard Dolan. No, no. Why were they not only invited, but why were they like on camera front with and him. center with them? Maybe they were the ones helping with disclosure. Because maybe what's his yeah. face? Richard Dolan seems to be the most like serious and professional right. of all of that, and like an act like actively because he things. didn't like uh, Wilcox Buddy. What's a guy that they said I look like or whatever? Oh, yeah, I can't remember his name, but yes, the big the big mook that. Uh, yeah. Supposedly was like a cancer doctor for alien things and yeah yeah yeah, yeah all that and shit. and Richard Dolan's like I don't believe him I think he's a fake he's a piece yeah. of shit yeah 
big liver lipped uh just look like a former high school football yeah, star yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Paul Hellier again talks about the four races, whatever. Uh, they go through a whole montage of religious texts and mythological texts um, where the gods seem to have opposing agendas. They talk about Satan. They talk about Shiva. They talked about Prometheus and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but then, of course, as always, we go back to the Anunnaki for most of the bulk of the, well, the bulk of the segment. Um, they're apparently like the oldest example, because they're like the oldest modern, not modern text, the oldest religious text we have um, is the cuneiform text about the Anunnaki, the Sumerian gods. Right. Um, they tell the story of Enlil and Enki, who are like the two chief half-brother gods. And Enlil's kind of a dickhead. He's very militaristic. Uh, wants to keep humanity as slaves, basically. Enki is very benevolent, trying to help them, trying to educate them. And uh, uh, Enlil... St. Enki from Super Troopers. Exactly. Um, Enlil is apparently also the one that caused the real Great Flood before all the later religious texts. You know, this is 12,000 or 10,000 years ago. Sorry, 10,000 BC. Yeah. Um, All the religious texts after that describe the Great Flood, this, this is likely the source, or... Until we find another older religion that might have the same thing, um, but uh, but again, coinciding with the end of the Younger Dryass period, where the end of the Ice Age got things yes. very wet ass. Um, that dry is technically wet because what is the biggest desert in the world right now, Joseph? Antarctica. Exactly, because yes. there is not a drop of drinkable water. Yes, because um, it's all ice. Yeah, technically. <laughs> Even if you used a fire, well, that's naturally a whole occurring. Story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you just if you melt a bunch of sand, that turns to water too. Exactly. So, you know, it's clear. Yeah. Um, it's clear. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ir- I was irritated because th- I assumed they were going to go into Zechariah Sitchin for the fiftieth fucking time, who is the guy that tr- always gets credit for translating the cuneiform yeah. text, but meanwhile he translated him for the purpose of writing science fiction books. Right. <laughs> and I was there in my. Uh, steampunk jacket and he knew i was gonna get in his face he didn't fucking talk to me he fucking stayed in the corner i knew he didn't want any of this the fuck is that that was uh five nights or five heads of freddy oh <laughs> <laughs> oh remember, come on he come knew, on. Gonna... Come on. He knew he knew i was gonna get in his face because remember he was like oh i got my steampunk jacket on that's right in the elevator in the or elevator, something right he was yeah. gonna question him and all this shit <laughs> Very far off That's from the wake says. up, people. Yeah. Wake <laughs> up, you piece of shit. That was that was uh, <laughs> David Galanticock, <laughs> Galanti Wilcock. Yes, um, but uh, I can almost guarantee his name was not that because you're not good with names and miss and you're on but a loud it was, plane. It was something very odd, yeah. and multi-syllable like. And that. he said it multiple times, exactly. Okay. He said, "Oh, I'm I'm Galanti or something." So I'm here with Hofbrau House, and they said, you know. Hey, Glenty, come come here. We're gonna fucking go. Oh, blah, so blah, blah, he was blah. like, "Say yeah. okay, all yeah. right." Uh, Trust me, it would definitely. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm literally. I can't. I have to stop myself from looking up the name. <laughs> Glenty, no, I know. So, <laughs> uh, let's keep Trust it a mystery me. forever. It, well, <laughs> his name was Kevin. <laughs> it was definitely not a to. normal name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they talk about this guy, uh, Thorkild Jacobson, mm-hmm. who was actually the guy that for 50 years studied and translated or you know worked with the actual translations of the text to kind of put together the sumerian mythology mm-hmm. that not to nothing against him but it's like if it took 50 years 
a lot of room for mistakes in there. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you could argue, oh, it's super it right. accurate, yeah. or or you know, I don't super know, but losing the threads. But um, but he wrote a book called Treasures of the Darkness, and it's basically the mythology culled together from the disparate cuneiform tablets. There were thousands and thousands of them uh, to kind of like give the overall, give the overview of how the Anunnaki and the Sumerian religion worked, which is a pretty big accomplishment, right? How is this the first fucking time they're mentioning this guy yeah. who did the real fucking work, yeah. right? And well, so, Bobandi says it just looks like wet uh, cement, so you can't technically translate those things. Oh, Wait, what? <laughs> he said you can't tra- transcribe those texts because they look like a dog walking on wet cement. Ah, okay. So it's impossible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, lost my place. Oh, yeah. It, yeah I'm, I am like, I was just like livid where I'm like, this guy was, you know, did this fucking, I don't know, 40 years ago. And this is the first fucking time you're mentioning this fucking book. Like, you He's think. It's a real mention. Well, well, <laughs> and it's like. There doesn't seem to be anything in there that goes against your. Uh, maybe there is though. Maybe that. Maybe that's the fucking. Because it seems like this guy kind of wrote the Bible on the Sumerian religion, and Sitchin is just the guy that the AATs but like then, more. Yeah, yeah. So because it proves their points more. So, um, they say that Enlil and Enki are the first account of aliens disagreeing about their agenda for humanity. Yeah. Uh, Wilcock drips and makes a big point that. Uh, uh, the Sumerians did not refer to the Anunnaki as gods, but a race of giant humanoid people who came to Earth from the stars. So, I mean, to me, that's semantics. To me, that's like that. I mean, the definition for God is like those that came above or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like so. I this is all. I don't really care about that shit. Like they, they're trying to negate the supernaturalness of a deity. But it's like, well, but then also arguing the kind of Thor thing where it's like, well, yeah, a god would be a god because he's so technologically advanced. So it's this weird non-point they're always proving where it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a weird hill to die in all the time. It's like, just save your energy right, for right, better right, arguments. Right. You know, it's, it's needless. Um, love that Joker Linda fucking cry talks uh, and summarizes everything the episode. Just, There's these two groups and they're... One of them wants to obliterate, and it's just okay. Like, just yeah, fucking yeah, cry yeah. it out and be done with it. Quit jerking us off with it and blue balling us. But uh, Nor- George Norrie does the same. Um, he summarizes like the base, the basically the plot of They Live. He's like, the bad aliens want us to just stay, you know, complacent yeah. and to to multiply and just consume and blah right, blah right, blah. Right. Uh, which we just watched this, this weekend. This is your god. Oh, you watched it as well. Yeah, I had yeah. Uh, me and the wifey watched it. Yeah, exactly. She was angry at how bad it was the whole time. Again, um, like we said, very slow movie, yeah. very good, yeah. but just slow. Yeah. She appreciated because it wasn't until about halfway through. She's like, why are you having me fucking watch this movie? Yeah. But it, we had just been to a funeral for like four hours, and I was like, oh, I figured she loves dumb movies that can get her mind off of things. So I was like, right, oh, I right, figured right. the dumbness. Mr. Dumbness. Of this would Hello. get your mind off it. She was like, "Oh yeah. well, okay, but yeah, but I'll, I mean, I, I mean, it is a shitty movie, but yeah. it's a fun movie to watch. It's, yeah, 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 it's a great shitty movie. I'm you, telling you, Baron Munchausen, oh, The Adventures yeah. of, and then if you really want to freak time her out, bandits. Time Bandits. Uh, yeah. Um, God, that I can't believe you haven't seen The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite movies. That, it seems like one of those movies that when I finally see it, I'll have very weird nostalgic like sense memories where probably when I was four. I watch it with my, I just don't remember something, yeah. but like um, uh, Robin Williams is in, is in it. It's like a star-studded thing, right? Yeah, he's like a moon 
like god kind of creature weird thing who's Mm. all horned up but yeah anyways he's pulling out the rope pretty early back then um we then go into the next thing which is all about nazi technology yeah um they talk about the book hitler speaks um written by some fucking ss guy who the validity of what he wrote about talking to hitler and writing all the shit down transcribing it is very suspect in its, yeah, yeah. you know, what I just say, validity. Um, and apparently had some shocking conversations with Hitler uh, where he personally claimed to have talked to these underground supermen, which were aliens. So uh, now, again, look, we've talked endlessly about Hitler and the occult and the Aryan race and the Vril Society and all that stuff. So look, just look up Hitler occult or Hitler Vril Society, Nazi Vril, V-R-I-L-L Society, you will learn all about where yeah. the Aryan race really came from, which is another star system. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, but basically, the theory is the bad aliens were using the Nazis to keep humanity down because yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. Nazis' goal, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just fucking you know pony up with these guys." But again, why do the fucking bad aliens, with all of their advanced tech, need any fucking human to do it? If they really wanted to keep humans down. Why not just enslave them? Why not just brainwash them? Why I, I don't understand, again, the fucking roundabout way they're doing things. And that's where I was frustrated with, because Wilcox's only fucking justification is that there's a prime directive where they're not allowed to interfere with us. And, and it's like, bullshit then. Yeah. Which aliens have the prime directive and which don't? Right, right, Because right. they clearly are interfering with us all the time yeah. with abductions, sightings, interdimensional fucking occurrences and visions and things like that, literally stopping nukes from firing and fucking with machines, dropping planes out of the sky. nukes that aren't going to fire anyway. Right. And so it's like, again, which ones have the prime directive? I would assume it would only be the good ones that would follow such a rule or care about the sanctity of such a rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bad ones would just be like, you're our fucking slaves. Right, you know? right, so, right, right. Um, well, Bainey says, look up. Hitler and meth. You're getting real sloppy here. <laughs> Bobandy. <Bo-bandy. laughs> no, Bobandy. Hitler and meth. Yeah. yeah we, and meth. we we went to Dachau on our trip. We did. The concentration camp. And First stop. Yes. And uh, and yeah, they talked about experiments with methamphetamines yeah, yeah. and the old medication. And at the KGB Museum, they talked about methamphetamines, opium, yeah. and cocaine. Well, cocaine. Yeah, yeah, as a painkiller. So, Because um, there, there's a show called The Nick. Yes. Which goes into old with like, Clive Owen, yeah, and 20, Harry Potter. Yes, year, you know, <laughs> 1920s yeah. uh, medicine and I'm not a good hospital. doctor. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he's he's obsessed with cocaine, and that's right. how they like numb everyone. Right. So they poured on those uh, big boobies, you know, at the yeah, bridge yeah. of Melvin, Melvin, <laughs> and yeah. uh, they go num 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 num. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Dragon Wolf says, "Look up uh, Trump and Sudafed." Because oh. he's also been quoted to be on meth. Mm, interesting. Yeah, because you, you can make you can make meth out of Sudafed and all sorts of things. Uh, we had to get the the German equivalent of Sudafed over yeah. there too because we all great. got cold. So um, that actually helped. Like that and a leave. Yeah. That combo was yeah. the great, quite sweet. Yes, extra running tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, ancient astronaut theorists propose that these aliens were also stoked on Hitler's search for occult antiquities, old mythological objects, and Wunderwaffe, or Wonder Weapons. And I'm like, again, why the fuck 
with super advanced aliens who could scan any fucking element or cave or whatever on the planet. When, if we already have laser radar that can see under the earth, they do not need humans right. to dig up do specialized weapons. They can they could pick up energy signatures. They could like whatever yeah. the fuck it was. This is like the dumbest part of this whole like the aliens don't need the humans. Yeah, yeah. they might want them for various purposes or whatever. But again, just like the the Anunnaki with what a very roundabout way to genetically engineer the evolution of humans to mine gold for them. Right, right. Instead of just mining gold with robotics and tools and drones and whatever. So um, Nick Pope is on this episode quite a bit. He just doesn't really say anything interesting. He just summarizes a lot and talks about his jeans and flip-flops and creeping out on women at contact in the desert. Yeah. He didn't actually creep out. We just... No. He looked so fucked up and wasted that he, like... Drunk. We... Yes. Looked like he had this, like, lurching... Because he's, like, very frail Yeah. Very Mr. Burns body. Yeah. And just, like, looking like he's going to (laughs) charge through this group of people to, like... Go get some nice yeah. American women with all of these rainbow sandals have arch support. Yes, <laughs> I've been brought down to the Star Wars theme into the party. Oh God, <laughs> forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> Which I live stream, so follow yeah. Instagram. I uh, probing each Come on, guys. <laughs> Come and get it, boy. Uh, I am really yeah. excited to see to compare last year to this year. Yeah. Like, I mean, or next year. I was saying, and then you were said you were thinking like I'm actually looking forward to Contact in yeah. the Desert this year just because. After this trip, it was such a long, like, school-like trip where yes. it's like, get up, go see all the things, do right. all this, this, field trip, okay, field go trip, to field sleep, trip. then yeah. go blah, 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 where Contact was a little more mellow, low-key. Right. Um, yeah, they're like, we complained but, that there wasn't enough to do at Contact when we were there, while we were yeah. there, but now, it's yeah, it seems like a nice, relaxing yeah. vacation. And if, if we, uh, I got to double check for the room, yeah. but uh, get a room there, and then we can hang out by the pool, exactly. have some drinks. <laughs> Go to the panel, get our stank on, yeah. you know, fart in yeah. front of the patrons, <laughs> um, fart in yeah. the hot tub. But yeah. uh, <laughs> God, I've got to pee so bad. You want to pause? Uh, We're I about. Can. We probably only have ten minutes left. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, we get our first real suk alert here, and he says, you know, there are a ton of reports where pilots reported the Foo Fighters. Okay, Everlong. Yeah. Okay. There goes my hero. Okay. Other songs. <laughs> Nirvana post whatever drummer guy. Uh, but yeah, the Foo Fighters, which are very similar to modern day UFO reports. So that is very interesting that it shows to me how extraterrestrials were interested in the outcome of humanity. And I'm like, okay, great. You, you know, summarize the whole episode again. Great. This yeah. could have been put anywhere in the episode. Um, this could have, I mean, and this was a new quote from him because this was chunkier, Sukalos, mature, yeah, yeah, yeah. mature Kalos, and uh, uh, kind of pretty, pretty proto modern Sukalos, like yep, pretty, yep. looks, looks really pretty, <laughs> yeah, it looks beautiful, <laughs> bronze, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, I just wrote okay, and then uh, uh, on the flip side, uh, they wonder, did the good aliens? stop hitler like would they help the good the you know the, the right, allied right, right, forces right. out they don't go into that at all <laughs> they don't they don't go into any evidence about the other half of the agenda and it's like i get okay. you know yeah. i think they i think they allude to it earlier on where you know Werner von braun because he could access the akashic record and whatever that does mean aliens were helping us helping mm-hmm. him to design but i don't know whatever so um we get a children's chime in who it's not very interesting but it's an oft mentioned factoid that I don't really 
I don't really care about. Uh, he said, you know, after World War II, UFO activity ramped up significantly around the world. And I'm like, well, yeah, because the whole world was traumatized by shit flying around yeah, and blowing exactly. up in the sky. Yeah, yeah. So all the PTSD of people coming back right. and seeing things. Yeah. And that's a huge. That's a huge element of. I mean, a lot of of how we how humans think of the world and cinema and writing and and mental health and stuff like that is that not understanding what trauma does to it like the the damage right. it does to a human right. mind right. um to where it was went from just being called shell shocked in world war 1 or whatever to understanding that you know there's just a an infinite spectrum of what can traumatize you yeah. which doesn't mean you're all it's all as bad as a world war 2 vet or something but um, but debilitates you in various ways, various degrees that most of us don't know about because yep. we're all just so fucking scared that the bad thing will happen again and we do right, all these right, things right, to right, avoid right. it and change our whole personality and blah, blah, blah. So um, anyway, what did I write here? Oh, I wrote just what I said. Uh, they they talk about, they, men- they mentioned the Maelstrom Air Force Base again with the nukes that they were shut down uh, and, a, and a couple other examples. They're just getting extra rehashy at the end of this episode here. The final segment is about the Higgs boson particle, which there was a whole episode called The God Particle, yeah. not too far back, um, about this exact thing. Higgs boson particle was recently, like five years ago, finally like measured and observed. And it is the particle that gives everything, causes mass to form. Right. So literally it's like the progenitor of every thing that we fucking see, experience, whatever. Um, and they, they finally experience in the CERN, Super Collider, the the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Um, they had a whole episode about the Large Hadron Collider as well. Yeah. Um, and then they they make the point that since the guy, this is the weird loop around here, the bookmark or uh, uh, bookend. What did I call it? Bookend. Bookmark. Bookmark. Whatever. Um, the guy that initially coined the term Higgs boson, and they show a picture, and he looks like some fucking crocodile Dundee romancing the stone dude. Um. He, he called it the God Particle because basically it was like, if we can find this particle, we can find out how God made everything. Right. And uh, Medallion Man comes on and he, he posits that, so then was the Tower of Babel a, a large hadron collider, some sort of particle right, collider right, right. that was just, you know, the tower was, and they could slam, fuck, I'm like... Okay, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess you could argue they were like fucking crazy Atlantean advanced people that were starting to learn about atomic energy and stuff. But at the same time, there's there isn't the evidence. Again, if you're going the Graham Hancock route, they had a whole different kind of technology, and so I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. anyway, um, that was when the aliens were like, oh, and could answer my question, I guess that not just nuclear. I mean, this is the ultimate nuclear power is to like yeah. be able to rip holes into time and space and things like that and go to another dimension and ascend. But I think this one's kind of a reach and it's just that he's obsessed with saying Stargate over and right, over again. Right, so right. Um, they talk about how uh, three or four, I think it's still, or it just finished a year or so ago, this huge upgrade to its power where they upped the power of the, the super collider by uh, a factor of 13, which is insane. Um, I totally forgot his name. I feel bad, but the hairlift scientist guy oh, yeah, comes yeah. on and talks about. It. He's like, "This is pretty fucked up. Like, this yeah. could be a big Pandora's box, you know? Like, just saying we don't fucking know what's going to happen." There's all the. I remember two years ago or so, all the like science, you know, social pages were like, yeah. "We literally could open a black hole right. or create a new sun or something that then on pulls X, in, yeah. you know, and destroys the collider yeah. itself and whatever." Um, but uh, 
but I, I was like, this is some interstellar like Mass Effect shit again, where it's yeah. like, are we ready? Is this hubris? What do the advanced aliens think of us? And it's and and it's is it them? Is it theirs? Are we theirs to judge therefore, right, right, you know? Right. So um but they are at least talking about like the cyclical nature of humanity. This does go along with Graham Hancock shit, because it's like, what if not only and he, I think he's I'm not I'm not coming up with anything he didn't, but it's like not only is there probably a precursor civilization, but there were probably many multiple every yeah. so many tens to hundreds of thousands a year, yeah. depending on natural disasters right. and things like that, because especially if Homo sapiens, you could argue, have been around for a couple million years, not right. just two hundred thousand years. Um, then you know things just yeah. keep getting older. As he says, watch the movie Mother, and you will see. I never saw that. Is that a horror you movie? You should watch it. Not a horror movie, but it's just crazy. It's the one about uh, Danzig, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mother, tell your children not to walk my way. Doesn't hear what they say, mother. No, what my words. Listen to my words. What they mean. What they say. Good. Sounds like uh, our old boss yeah. at our old surf company. Yeah. Um, Rabbi Zadok comes on and says, uh, uh, I, "I got a piss." Okay, go ahead. You keep going. It's fine. We're all. We're literally almost. You're done. gonna finish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, "Yeah, I'll just stop. I'll I'll stop talking and stare at the camera while the recording's still going." Yeah, Zadok says. Uh, uh, a very, a very mystical Jewish thing, which is what he is—a mystical Jewish rabbi. Uh, he goes, he goes. Humanity will fulfill our messianic destiny, meaning because Jews don't believe the Messiah has come yet, um, and he—I guess—he thinks that humans are our own messiahs or something. Here, he goes. We will fulfill our messianic destiny, and we will know the truth. So um, that's when I wrote this episode. It's weird. It's not very focused, uh, even though. The title makes you think it's very focused. It's all just wrapped up in uh, uh, Wilcox kind of prime directive, you know, idea that a that's a that's an idea from Star Trek where people you know, the, Kirk and the gang and 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 Picard and the gang were not supposed to interfere very much or in certain ways with the aliens, but most of the episodes were them, of course, breaking that too, because humanity just can't help itself from being empathetic and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, uh, none of this works very well without knowing that that is true, that the aliens are for whatever reason limiting themselves because of some prime directive, whether they're the good or the bad ones, instead of just stepping into the forefront and fucking controlling the show how they want. So, um, doesn't really make any sense. Uh, you know, I think the best part about this episode was just the kind of gravity of the, library of alexandria what that meant for humanity and again kind of changed my time travel wish um how was it go back there it was great yeah was relieving. um but uh but yeah other than that i mean it's kind of i don't know i won't remember this episode very much no you know but i do i mean i appreciate that it like we always talk about their agenda anyways exactly. it's always like what do the aliens want for us what do they want for us where right. do they want us to go where when what and of course they end the episode with clotworthy going like we'll be able to return to our alien forefathers and shit like that um it's interesting to get even though this is like 5 years old these episodes are feeling newer like they're feeling a little more modern i guess yeah. more current um and it's such a weird. I'm like for some like subcon. I don't talk about it much, but I am like subconsciously obsessed when I look at TV and movies and whatever. I'm constantly thinking about like 
the 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 technology of the time they were in. I know it's yeah. not uncommon, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just like even as a little kid, I was like, oh, like that was back before this, and that was or like what video game was I playing back then, or like right, whatever right. too, you they know? Didn't but, have cell phones, right? And it actually, when it comes to documentaries and things, I don't even like watching nonfiction stuff, which I mean. Ancient Aliens, you can argue, is nonfiction, but it's it's trying to be nonfiction, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to go back to to a really old episode when you know that evidence against what they're saying has been debunked come or yeah, come yeah, out yeah. many years ago, you know? So um kind of ruins the interest in it for me or whatever. Like I don't want to fucking go back all the way or whatever yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. But um or it or it almost like my OCD gets bothered by it. like when I find a new podcast and I want to go back a few years and start over and listen to the whole thing. I'm like, oh man, they're just talking about the they 2016 election. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, like I just yeah, I just want to be over it and like move yeah, on, yeah. you know. So anyway, um, yeah, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, I think the next episode technically is like the start of season ten in the actual canon. Uh, this was the final uh, season nine episode, kind of a weak season finale. Uh, did you just kill the recording? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You got a really worried look on your face for a second. No, I was uh, looking it up earlier, and I can't remember. Some sort of a repeated signal coming through the yeah, sound. Exactly. Pulsing waves. Um, but uh, anyway, it'll be some yeah, fucking we're going episode. Off. <laughs> we're going off History Channel, Yes, but the episode we just watched is only on History Channel or Amazon, Amazon. not Hulu, right. for whatever reason. So. Boo hoo hoo Exactly. Um, but yeah, it'll be a fucking episode and you'll listen to it. Because you love it. You little freaks. You little piss freaks. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, I got my own agenda to hopefully drive home safely without passing out from this angering jet lag. Hey, you leather, me singer. Wish I had a leather, a leather tube to worm a hole through a pink sock colon butthole for time and space. Ripping farts to the fabric of reality. I farted a lot on that flight. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thankfully, my colon said, Nay, nay, Joey. You will not poop on this plane and be comfortable in flying. It was what I said. was great. But that, uh, you know, pro-app little butthole pink sock. Fuck. Bye. Bye.